I say, I don't know if it'll pick me up now. Hmm. Well, I'm, be I'm below the plane of horizontal magnitudious. You're pretty loud, let me tell you. You may have just ruined our perfect opening that I was going to do, but... Well, you could listen to this and see if it's okay. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's good. Just listen. It's probably shit. All right. I think we're okay. Yeah. I don't Q think so. This I'm is, all echoey. This has been QC'd. Been hey, QC'd. another milestone episode. 150 for STC. Where's my cake? Well... No cake, but uh, you did feed me tonight a little bit, so that was good. I ate some of your kielbasa, and that's not a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I completely forgot. Uh, 150, should we have done something? Well, we probably should have, but I would have shot it down or something like that, complained. So we're good. I think. Yeah, I think we said uh, we're done with milestones for now, right? Yeah. So we missed, this will be missing 150, nothing special. And then uh, now we got to go to 200, I guess. You better think up something for 200. Great. That means another year. I want something, something big. That literally second. means a year of records. So back, I'll see you in September for episode 200, 2018. All right? Are you ready? Are you ready for this record? Are you ready I'm, to go? Yeah, man. I've already had to wake up once. You've got a million notes, I which I, notes. makes me infuriated because you're do not notes. supposed to take notes. This is not Fandango. I don't do notes. Thank you. Where's your notes? I know you had some. In my head. Um, In my head, baby. All right. Well, I want to uh, tell everyone we're again OGSTC today. We are in the middle of the night together in the same room, face to face. Thugs for life. Just like last week. So apologies if the audio is not as pristine as you might be used to. It might yeah. be a little bit echoey and boomy because we're in a big, big room. I'm sorry it's not as good as a Google Hangout record. Well, you know, they can be fine. And Joe still hasn't figured out how to get the two microphones talking to his computer for some reason. Well, Even though it used to work. Your blue microphones uh, somehow messed up my Mac and end of story, man. But no one wants to hear about that. What have you been up to? <laughs> As you stare at me. Nobody gives a shit about microphones. Well, I'm just explaining what's going uh, on with the recording and why it sounds different. It sounded perfect to me. Did you QC last week? I've week's? had... Uh, Did you QC last week? I played the start of it. And that's some editing you did there, right? I've had uh, tons of audio training, as you can tell. When you listen to this back, are you putting headphones in so you can hear? Uh, uh, depends if I take notes, and that that will entail how much I actually listen back to. Just enough to put Tiffany at the end. Oh, man. See, that's why I'm, t I'm telling people uh, apologies for the sound quality. You go on and on about uh, other shows that don't have up-to-snuff yes. sound quality, how it's a game changer for you. Well, I in, I insist. And yet ours is in the crapper all the On time. any other shows that I listen to must have excellent audio quality. Otherwise, I cannot listen to you. Then why do you provide us with crap quality? It's part of our charm. <laughs> but you said it's a, it's a deal breaker. For me to listen to. So, but you want other people to listen to it with well, poor they, audio. they will. When all you would have to do is like sweeten it once, maybe put a filter There's on no it. filter button. I've hit podcasting male narrator, and that's all the effects this thing has. I'm sure there is audio sweetening stuff in there. And if not, just put it through Audacity and put it through a filter or no, something. No, because that's more than five minutes of work. I don't have Audacity. It might, yeah, it might be two and a half minutes of work. Well... I mean, if you ask, <laughs> yeah, get the excuse going. If you ask Kevin nicely, he might do it for you. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you're supposed to be the big, uh, the big audio guy. No, I'm not. I don't care about the audio. <laughs> on our uh, record, anyway. What were you up to when we first started the shift here? Because you were you were on your own. I let left you to your own devices for a bit, and suddenly your head pops up. 
I had to write it down, 17 minutes into our shift, the big gamer over here, head pops up, hey, what is uh, Nintendo Direct? I'm like, what? Well, I put on the uh, Musty's uh, weekly CC Hangout, and then it was, uh, they were talking about the Nintendo Direct. But I hadn't heard any news about this. They do it all the time. What? This Nintendo Direct thing. I don't like it. It's like your Apple thing. No, my Apple thing is once a year. I think this, I don't know, this might be once a year. I don't really well, care. So I don't. You don't know. <laughs> Again, Poser. No, but I know when it should, comes up because everyone's talking it's about it. It's a stupid it. name. I don't like that name, Nintendo Direct. What would you prefer it? Well, when it says Nintendo Direct, direct means you're going to be getting it right to you, like right away. Like direct delivery or whatever. But the the uh, the guys at Nintendo are giving you the information directly. Well, who else would they be giving it to? If they're doing like a conference or uh, or uh, whatever the uh, Apple show was, I can't remember. Yeah, it's not a junket. It's not going to press. It's directly to the consumer to listen to. Yeah, the same thing that Apple does once a year with their Apple conference or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, they don't call it Apple Direct. What do they call it? I don't know. Something way better. Where's my phone? Ask Siri. No. No, we don't need to. So, I don't know. Yeah, I just asked you what it was. I was like, hey, what's this uh, Nintendo Direct thing? I just thought it was funny. And then I lost interest. you had never heard of it before. Big gamer. Well, I probably had. And I just... What other notes you got there for your sheet? I don't have notes. So you don't take notes on? I don't have notes. Are you going to write that down? Uh... Well, Bill this is, said... This is so I don't have to go back and QC our show. Well, okay, your big Apple thing happened. Were you excited by it? No, because I didn't know what was going on. How can you not? It was all over everywhere. I don't listen to the news. That's good. We get you gulping and your tongue slapping all around in your yeah. mug there. You're going to get a couple burps yeah. in a second. And apologize again to the listeners. Yeah. That the Last week's episode was full of us drinking for the first... For the first 20 minutes, I thought you that You didn't was hear funny. me complaining about you drinking no, and slapping your gums? No, I thought it was funny. No. I laughed every time. Interesting. Because it was very loud. That's probably why Pam uh, refuses to listen to our show. Mm, might be your uh, hmm. your animalistic instincts during your recording mm. that would turn off... Uh, um, I thought ladies like manly animal characteristics. Well, yeah, obviously some ladies, right? That's why we got Mrs. Q-Dog on our side, right? Uh, yeah, of course she's on our side. <laughs> I can only imagine what, what Eric does to turn her on. <laughs> hmm. Should we explore that? Uh, next time they're down. <laughs> next time they're down? Next time they're down for the Berry Game Exchange, we'll uh, grill them. Oh, you just don't want to make it up now with our imaginations. Nah, I can't be bothered. Okay. Yeah, it gets us into trouble anyways, right? Hmm. Well, the new uh, the Apple thing, they announced the latest iPhone, how it's the greatest thing ever to be invented. What is, it, is it the 9? or Even though it's just full of old uh, design and ideas that Samsung has <laughs> rolled out years ago. Samsung's gone the way of BlackBerry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they want something like 1200 bucks for this new phone. Are you willing to do that now? Yeah, if you just buy it without a plan. And that's the top model with the biggest hard drive. Don't, you'll be suckered into paying that with a plan or not. Your plan is going to suck No, with you. a plan, it's always usually about 500 bucks. Your plan will change, and you will get suckered. Mm, when you try it... I'll be honest, I don't need a phone. You don't need a phone, I really, period? I really don't care about it. Why, why are you stunned? <laughs> why am I stunned? Because that, that makes no sense. What do I do on my phone? Stupid Twitter. Uh, what else? Uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's and it, Twitter. Which text you message and that's it. Which you don't even have turned on. No, because I don't want to be notified. Uh, I've seen your phone go dinging and it's crazy. Go dinging. And then my wife will go crazy. Well, are you happy that uh, the talk is that they're getting rid of the button that you oh, refuse to use? I knew they were getting rid of the button. 
you refuse to use it, so... Yeah, because I don't want to wear it out. So what's the point of having it? Well, it's there for... It's there for the quick turn-on, initially, after when it goes into sleep mode, right, after five minutes. So press the button, turns it on, you use your thumbprint to uh, bypass the code, then you enter your phone, and then everything's touched there. Um, and then I've inserted, like, a... What's it called? I call it the handicap button, but like it's an extra button. It's the floating button on the yeah. screen. Yeah, the software home button. Yeah, but they, they call it a certain name. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's not handicap it's button. It's not the handicap button, but <clears throat> I use that so I don't wear out uh, my button on my iPhone because one of my phones, I think it was the off button, um, actually wore out the button that turns the phone uh, off the button at the very top. Yeah. And it cost me 60 bucks to get it replaced. And that didn't turn you off Apple. Well, it was... That they can't even it was manufacture a button. It was upsetting, but... We can't handle buttons. It was... That was the only issue I've ever had with... Not true. All my iPhones going Not back true. to the three. <laughs> Not true. What? Your last one was doing shit, was powering off or something. And you've always had to buy these giant car batteries to uh, attach your phone my, into. My last one. To keep it going. Yeah, but that was just the battery wearing out. Which you couldn't replace. Another you, no, drawback. You, you could have if I wanted to pay for it. Exactly. Well, like anything else, it's not free. No, well, it was for Samsung. You just pop your back and put a new battery in. And then uh, what else was going wrong? Oh, you've had power issues like every Apple owner does? No, I don't. Yeah, the port was uh, screwy. That's because I had uh, a, piece of, uh, piece PV, of. a piece of PVC particle in there from when I was doing my deck. <laughs> I had my phone in my pocket, and when I was sawing, uh, chop sawing the wood or the PVC, it would, particles would fly all over, so it went into my pocket, into my phone charging socket, I couldn't get a a, a a a tight charge, a tight clip from the uh, plug. Oh. Mm. That's it, eh? That was it. Hmm. And all the other phones that had charging issues? I didn't have charging issues with other phones. Everyone does. They have crappy charging. How many ports. times have you replaced your Samsung battery? And um, Answer the question. God forbid you let any kind of moisture get near an Apple product. They just self-destruct immediately. Listen, I had not had issues with moisture or anything like that. And if you have Siri give you directions, you'll drive into a lake. So listen, keep buying those Apple products. Siri's good looking, so I'll, that's why she gets a pass. All right, all right. There you go. Uh, enough of this. Let's start the show. That was it, and there is no start. Yeah, there is a start. We have a format. No, we don't. I'll do a separate intro at the start. No, you will not. And that's another thing. You forgot to put our uh, our top on last week's I'll episode. I'll probably forget this episode, too. It's ridiculous. Because I don't like it so anymore. So tell people who they're listening to and where they can find us. Oh, my God. If you guys, if you haven't figured it out yet with these two old men bickering. We have new listeners. It list might happen one day. Never. <laughs> they can figure it out. they got 150 episodes to go back and draw upon. Guys, you're listening to SDC Pod. I am Joe. With me is Bill, as he rubs his beard. You can listen to us and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at SDC Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Bookmark SDCPod.com and listen to us on iTunes under the title search SDC Pod. And as always, uh, you can check out all of our episodes, which come out Friday morning. And if you're listening to us, there's some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos that you have to check out on the newly renovated website of cartridgeclub.org, which is a community that we're a part of. Uh, did you say we have new episode out every single week? Every Friday. That's what I said. That's kind of extraordinary, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's been... I think we may have had one or two weeks where they haven't been fresh episodes. No. But that was because of holidays, I They've think. They've always been fresh. You sure? I'm pretty sure I had to do a couple uh, 
Christmas time. They were specials. Specials. Those are specials. Oh. They were uh, rejig specials. <sighs> uh, okay, yeah, and definitely check out our YouTube channel, YouTube slash, YouTube.com slash. It's the first thing I said. What did you say? YouTube.com slash start to continue. Where you'll find a fresh video from us. Jeez, it's been almost uh, weekly, too. And I just see a pile of crap that you brought in tonight, so there'll be something else to look forward to. No, no one cares about, I don't think people care about the pickup videos. You know, how many people have to tell you in their videos that they look forward to watching our videos until you believe that someone out there actually wants to see your video because they enjoy hearing our back and forth on the video in relation to the stuff we pick up. Unless, of course, you passed out while holding a camera, like happened in the last video. I still had a steady hand, though. <sighs> Anyways, whew. if you stick with us, folks, on this episode, we got some stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about the latest uh, TV shows we've been watching, including The Orville and a couple movies uh, I have uh, ready to chat about. It might be something special, too, for this episode coming up a little bit later if you hold on a little bit longer. And we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Player One of the Cartridge Club, and today I'd like to talk to you about one of my favorite podcasts, Media Mavens. Media Mavens is hosted by Pam and Riley, and they cover a wide range of topics from television to video games, K-pop to movies, and they make every show entertaining. In an industry that's awash in 30-something-year-old dudes, it's refreshing to get a point of view that doesn't sound like a carbon copy. I highly suggest you check out Media Mavens. They air every second Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You won't be disappointed. And we're back. And any of the content creators out there, if you want to submit a promo that will get played on podcasts such as this one, just write up a nice 30-second copy, put it together, record it, and send it to uh, our illustrious leaders at the Cartridge Club, and you will find your voice promoting your favorite shows on one of these podcasts that you listen to on a regular basis. Does it have to be uh, part of our community? Who, who reads the promo? Yeah. No, anyone. A complete stranger, you mean? Yeah. Reading. Are you sure? Yes, they should promote something in our community. Oh, okay. I don't want them promoting, you know, the shit you watch. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. What are you uh, alluding to? You can have a TMB. I was promo. gonna say, can they promote uh, Transformers and beer? They're they're part of the community. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's just, the the rule we're trying to strive by is that we want a new voice. Like, it wouldn't be the same if just me and you read a promo in our show. It would sound weird. So we want a fresh voice to come on. Mm. And as a listener, you go, oh, I know that voice. That sounds, I love hearing that from that guy. Oh, look, here's Duke. I get to hear him on a podcast uh, promoting his favorite show. So it's kind of fun that way. Mm. I had to go off the grid uh, these last two days because people are not producing enough audio content for me to listen to on a regular basis. That's wholly not true. So I cheated on the Cartridge Club. That's, I you're not listening to enough. I am. There's a whole bunch of stuff I'm, came out. I'm tapped out. The first of the month happened, which means you got a new Flog Talk, you got a new uh, Retro Pixel, you got uh, new Dollar Dorks just, just dropped. They just dropped, not just on dropped. my days off. Just dropped. So I had to cheat. Okay. Who did you cheat no, on? No, I'm not going to name names for these podcasts, but it was a, it was a, I looked up a gaming podcast. I tried to find some other gaming podcasts, and there was this one with these four uh, ladies, which was sort of interesting. And uh, I found a podcast about these two British guys. I guess they're from England. And uh, <laughs> the latest one was... Uh, they were talking to one of the programmers who programmed for the Commodore 64 and went on to program for the PlayStation. So that was an interesting little uh, take on his side of the business. And uh, yeah, so if anybody can recommend any other good podcasts, I'd love to, I'd love to uh, add them to my listen roll. 
It would be interesting because I thought like the programmers in the Commodore 64 era, the VIC-20 era, were like independent dudes, you know, who kind of submitted stuff to Commodore kind of thing. They didn't really. He like, was sort of self-taught. He was originally. Um, he started off like when he was seventeen as a game reviewer, where he just submit uh, maps and and walk and like sort of walkthroughs and little game reviews, and uh, eventually he got hired on to some kind of magazine, and then transitioned. To, he sort of self-taught him how to program by uh, hanging around other programmers for uh, Commodore. And then he was eventually there when the PlayStation came over, uh, or was initially uh, introduced, and uh, that's where I'm left off at the podcast, but it's pretty interesting. Anyway, I just stumbled across those two. Is that when I had to wake you up there? I was listening to it. Just very pensive with the eyes closed? Because I'm listening to it. Praying almost? Praying almost? focusing. Head bowed? No. Well... The latest Retro Fandango came out as well. He had, uh, of course, Kevin and Richard, and they had a special guest, Frantic Society, Josh. You listen oh, I to listened that to that already, yeah. You know, the, seems like uh, seems like the Fandango crew, they take it to task when people put promos and uh, talk about... Uh, you know, any kind of promotional purchasing you can do for whatever you listen to, that it's really a drag, you know, when you're listening to a podcast and suddenly it breaks away to a commercial or a promo or something. Uh, did you notice that? You went on about that for quite a bit. Didn't name names. Didn't name names certain shows that, that would do this. Uh, I don't, you know, do you think it, it's a drag when promotional stuff gets mentioned you and i already had this discussion <laughs> and i don't like it in the middle of the show mm. no i am just thinking um i'm all for it at the start no we're not going down this road with you well, that's i'm what not talking did. about that i'm talking about any kind of uh any kind of promo talk in a show oh for like merchandise sure or any promo kevin doesn't like it he doesn't like it he doesn't like hearing about it you know what? Do you know how many live promo reads he did for his WordPress uh, website during that Fandango? Did you take a tally? Yeah, I, I rewound it. I, lo- I, uh, I lost count. I took a count of how many live reads. Mm. So these are promos. I'm going to say six. For uh, Buried on Mars, WordPress. Word, WordPress.com slash Buried on Mars. Sure. Were you going to find all of his uh, no, Blu-ray no, uh, reviews? No, buryonmars.wordpress.com. Is that how it works? I think so. Could be. Check that out for some but You can add cool those Blu-ray two promos to reviews. it. Uh, he got up to, it was actually um, 216 mm. live reads of uh, for that promo. He just, so, he whored himself out. But he's he gave us trouble for having top promotional talks. So, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe fine. you and him should make up one day. It was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Maybe you can put the feud be- aside between the two of you and go back to the good old days when you used to be neighbors. <laughs> Anyways, we're not flogging uh, merchandise like people got to buy it because we're begging you. People wanted to wear our brand, so we made it available. So... We got to tell people where to get it, right? Which is T Public slash STC Pod, and you're gonna find all of our T-shirt mugs, notepads, uh, onesies, pajama tops. Can you say that one more time so I can write it into my intro here? Well, T Public. T Public. I don't know the actual. Awesome. I think it's slash STC Pod. Look up STC Pod on T Public. Better yet, go to the Cartridge Club store because they have the merchandise for all of the content creators right there oh now that i know about it i can finally buy a t-shirt of my own there is a hashtag stc paw t-shirt that's been designed that here is pretty dope (laughs) pretty dope but you know it's just because people want to people want to support so what can you do you got to help them out i would 
I would not look down on the Fandango in any respect if they were to uh, have some kind of promotional material. All right. Or swag. I think they should have a Fandango uh, airplane, model airplane with Fandango uh, branding on it that's crashed, like crashed the plane, you know, but it's got Fandango all over it. Maybe some a design like that. Could they have uh, an, an individual uh, water skiing with a Fandango t-shirt jumping over a shark? Would that be appropriate? Jumping over a shark? Yeah. Are you saying they jumped the shark? I didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, I'm bored of this now. I'm bored topic. of this. Move on. Next I am topic. Joe, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's talk about something fun like some of the shows we've been watching. <sighs> Jesus. Well, you okay. don't you don't know when to stop, so I gotta steer the All boat. Right. I gotta be Go the captain. Ahead. Well, you know, there's many points I want to make. No, you've made enough. The point is, when I hear a community promo on the air, it's because I I like hearing someone I don't hear very often talk about their the show they like. I like hearing it. I like it when Weekly does it and when Flock of Nerds does it. I think they need to make more stuff so that we can hear more of them. That's exactly what I'm saying. And they belong, but non-promo wise. I want actual material. You're not getting the point I'm making. I do. Moving on. Talk about some of the shows you've been watching. Well, with the Orville, you know, we were supposed to have a podcast where we were going to preview all the new fall shows. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> that didn't happen. One thing we were looking forward to was uh, the show from Seth MacFarlane of Family Guy fame. Uh, he was going to do a live-action sci-fi Star Trek-esque show called the Orville which is the name of uh, his ship that he's in command of so that finally premiered last week on Fox or on City City TV here in Canada and we checked it out hey this would be cool if you were like to insert a trailer right there some sound some FX Mm, sounds like work so no Um, yeah I was uh I remember when I first heard the news, I think I was a little bit more excited about it. And then when, when I sat down to watch it, I was pretty uh, uh, hesitant. I, I had this feeling that I wouldn't like this program because you were super excited about it. And uh, I'll admit, I was wrong. So you're, you're a dick. <laughs> well, listen, I've seen you get excited about some things that aren't good. And... Um, yeah, I enjoyed this episode. Um, immediately, there's a lot of nostalgia factor to it. Um, certainly an homage and tribute to a lot of uh, probably shows that you and I have both seen in the past. Well, right? he- here's the deal on this. Fox promoted this as Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy, Funny Ha Ha, Space Spoof. Don't you feel with their promos? That would be a laugh a minute. Laugh a second, kind of like uh, Last Man on Earth take on Apocalypse, where it's super funny. Mm. You don't, you didn't get that feel from the promos. That it would be very spoofy. Yeah, you're right, but that's that's their mo. Fox tends to do that with a lot of their shows. Well, it's it's an executive thing where they feel. Oh, you know, this is the only way we're going to get people to watch. And it. I think that's a we turn off. The, the safe bet, which was a turn off. However, in watching it, you discover that it's actually like a serious uh, attempt at sci-fi with humor there to fill in the holes, kind of thing, to keep it moving. See, I don't know if I call it serious attempt. I'm going through my head now in terms of what shows I would compare it to. Uh, man, what time period would you say it was like an homage to? Was it? I had '80s, '90s, but I can't make it any more specific. Like, it's it's the show we, as Star Trek: The Next Generation fans, have been waiting for. It's taken that flavor of sci-fi and given it to us. The way we want it. It's got bright colors. The ship is a main character of the show. A tight crew. 
but I meant in terms of transition scenes between um, segment to commercial back to segment, right? It would be like, uh, okay, for one part when uh, they were in, I don't want to spoil it, but they were in that lab and, and that person drew their phaser on them, right? Yeah. And like, don't touch that. And then there was that the dramatic music and they cut down to break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, that's that to me. That sort of reminded me of like a scene from uh, A Team or that kind of genre, yeah, right? You're right. I think that's deliberate too, for sure. This is a real love story for Star Trek. Like, it's amazing this got past legal because there are so many Star Trek things uh, in here that you're gonna either love or hate. But I, I loved it. And you know what? It's a lot of, with a lot of these shows too. It's the first, I don't know, we'll say like you know three, four, five episodes where, or at least especially the first one or two where they really have to get all the characters introduced, get the backstories, and uh, they were able to do that with this one episode. Uh, basically, introduce all the key players in the main cast and get a mission without it seeming to be rushed. Like, they, you know, they had the backstory on, um, maybe it's the way that they did it too. Like they did that uh, crew call. Yeah. And they had the main crew that would be on the, the bridge of of uh, the Orville, which is the name of the ship. And uh, McFarland did like a, uh, you know, he was talking to them for the first time. So he brought up like, he'd look on his little, whatever you want to call it iPad tricorder thing go oh I see you're from this I didn't realize that your race was this or that right and within this probably the span of two minutes went through the entire crew that would uh, serve on the bridge and give their complete backstory without having to really drag it out right and they could get right onto the mission um, even at the start of it right with him and uh, that key member of his crew mm-hmm I don't know if we should be saying. No, that's not. That's known in the promos. Is it? Yeah. Okay. His uh, his wife, uh, or ex-wife, is a member of his bridge crew. So that adds a, a bit of part to, uh, I wouldn't say, well, maybe a bit of tension at the start. But um, you'd recognize her. She was one of the key members in the last two seasons of Marvel, uh, Marvel's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Maybe. I don't know. Well, she was. I haven't seen it. Extremely. I, I, I'm I, very fond of her. jeez. <laughs> oh, so I uh, I approve of oh. her being uh, a key character. Oh, my goodness. Very fond. Very fond. Uh, it's like, I was thinking it's like McFarlane just took everything that's been missing from Star Trek from the last 20 years and just put it together and said, well, let Let's just do our own show if Star Trek's not going to do it. Look at the trailer for the latest Star Trek show coming out on CBS. Wait a minute, 20 years, going back to what? Next Generation. Which was done right. Yeah. So you mean anything after Next Generation. Right, right. So look at as I was, the, the trailer for the latest Star Trek show, dark. Um, do you ever see a ship, really? Do you even know what ship they're on? And... That was the that was what was great about Star Trek. Ship was central. Ship was not just a conveyance, it was home and it was everything revolved around the ship, be it Enterprise or Voyager or even Deep Space 9, dare I say it. And uh, it's like he took that, we're going to make a ship that's central. They made a point to say it over and over again that the Orville is an exploratory ship. You're going to be on an exploratory mission. It's an exploratory ship. It's like that's what we've been waiting for this, all this time is exploring. We want to see more uh, exploration stories and see what science fiction writers can actually come up with. Strange new worlds, right? So we're finally going to get that out of this show. Well, that was the complaint with uh, Deep Space Nine, how they originally planned it to be focusing around the space station and have the characters come to the space station. And I think that's 
I don't know what part in the series because I, I think halfway through I stopped watching, but they started delving further and, and doing like space. Yeah. With that, whatever little mini craft they have. The Intrepid. The Intrepid. They would take off and actually go out and do some space runs. Um, though I will admit, though, I've, I've heard nothing but praise about uh, Deep Space Nine uh, near the end of the series oh, run sure. where it got absolutely fantastic. Once I got off the space station, like you said. And my complaint always with Voyager or uh, Next Gen episodes when they do holodeck episodes. I don't want to see... I like holodeck episodes. Fun. They're they're fun. Shove them up your ass. <laughs> I'm there to see space exploration, not Victorian times or Mark it's, Twain or bullshit. It, those were awesome, man. I love that when Picard did his usual... Uh, Robin Hood? Well, well, who was the, when he did the uh, Private Dick? Yeah. Whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Anything they did was kind of cool. No, I'm there for space <laughs> exploration. And I'm there for science fiction. And they introduced that in the show, too. So you're going to get holodeck shit coming back, baby. I, I think that was a nod. That was a that was an FU to Star Trek. No. That we're, showing, we're doing all the shit that you mess around with. And this holodeck is just a toy, McFarlane said. It's just a toy. You're not going to see... We're going to see exploration, not these little toys. Another thing I thought was pretty funny about the what they seem to inject into the show was they mentioned going pee more than once. Because hmm. that was always a Star Trek thing. It's like, you never see a toilet on Star Trek. You never see the bathroom. You might see them, you know, with a little wash basin, but you never actually answer mm-hmm. the question of how they go to the bathroom on the Enterprise. So in the Orville, they actually mentioned pee quite a few times. And uh, also, to harken back to uh, quality sci-fi, they actually used model work in Orville. So it's not just CG. There's a ton of CG. Don't get me wrong. Even the hallways, I don't know if you noticed, were CG. Yeah, I could... But the, the static shots, not static, but the, the non-acrobatic shots of the Orville are all model shots. Hmm. So they look spectacular. Because when they did that one space battle scene, um, I thought they went a little bit ridiculous in terms of the CG on there. Yeah, but I kind of loved it too because I—you never got to see that before with that no, shit but it was flying super around. Super silly though. Like, yeah, it was you know, interesting. They could have done it a bit better. No, I was—I was happy with it. Oh, Where you okay. saw it in the viewfinder, just whipping by. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was great. One thing I liked—you um, saw how you know, like? Did you like how at the beginning they went and gave uh, the episode a title and put that on the screen? Hmm. No, I must have missed that. Right at the start. I forget whatever the title of the episode was, but when um, within the first minute, it showed the title, and then they started doing all the uh, character uh, credits as well as uh, McFarlane was talking to his uh, superior. Hmm. I thought that was a nice touch. Oh, I guess I was paying attention too much. It's mostly stupid that. shows nowadays, right? You got the 30-second title sequence slash... Uh, cast names at the start and then that's it right like they just buzz through it super quick and then this one they sort of did it nice and slow you know in a nice looking font very very again it just immediately reminded me of anything that we used to watch back in the 80s or 90s right and another thing too was um, they did a great job with the music in this show I yeah. thought it had a great score like Yes. Very, very um, uh, ap- apropos for whatever scene that they were in. It wasn't just um, some shitty generic music. I thought they did. They, they put a lot of thought and effort into it. I'd like to take a look and delve more into that. Hmm. It was very next geny too, just the sound of it. it. You automatically felt familiar with the show from the beginning. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you. Sound-wise, the one thing... I'll say they dropped the ball on a little bit is ship noise. The one thing in the Star Trek universe, you know, next gen Voyager, Deep Space Nine, you always had the background hum of the ship. And engineering would have a different sound, the bridge would have a different sound, crew quarters would have a different sound, but it always had a background hum. And it just automatically made you feel at home, you know, on the ship and that much closer to whatever ship it was. 
And I didn't really hear much uh, ship sounds, but I'm sure that's all stuff they got to iron out. The other interesting thing I thought was interesting, they elected to not go the transporter route. It, yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. It was all shuttlecraft. Um, well, maybe they might have that option still, and they just haven't brought it up yet. I think they'll have to, because it's just going to cost them that much to do a shuttlecraft CG every single time, right? Unless they're what? building that into the budget. Say it again. CG. You have to CG the, the shuttlecraft sequence every time you... So you want them to have the transporter to save money? Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I want them to have a decent product, you know? I don't want the money to thin out. So if you got to save a little bit of money, just like the original show, that's why they had to come up with the transporter. They couldn't do shuttlecraft sequences every time. Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, like even in the uh, space battle too, they just had phasers, like a, a laser shot. It wasn't, uh, they didn't fire off it. Well, again, it's an exploratory vessel, so maybe it might not be armed with missiles. Hard to say. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see where this show goes. I'm very happy that it's on. I'll be looking forward to see where it goes. Hopefully Fox will give it the leeway that it needs because it's, I imagine a costly show. Although you can see where they went low on the budget. Like I said, those hallways looked very CG to me. So they got no real sets. Yeah, but that wouldn't be the first time that a show has gone. There's certainly been other ones that I've watched. I forget the names of them, but, you know, where it's been majority of it shot on a, a green screen set, right? Mm -hmm. Usually um, a couple shows on sci-fi or not sci-fi. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Space? Space Channel. Or sci-fi. Can't remember the name of the show, though. Yeah, I don't... We don't watch them, do we? No, it's off the air now, but it ran for, like, six seasons. Anyway. Um, yeah, well, I'm pleased with it. I didn't I didn't think that it was going to be as good as that, and I'll definitely like to... Well, first off, when is it air again? Because I, uh, I pulled it up on demand. When did we see it was on? Sunday? Sunday nights, maybe. Well, that'd be good. Another show to fill up Sunday nights. And it did have a very strong outing ratings-wise. Uh, one report said it matched that shit show you watch, uh, The Last of Us or um, One of it's Us. It's called This Is Us. This Is Us. Which is a number one show for uh, last season and which is actually returning very soon in September. I, it is probably on now. It's a great show. If you, no, but it's a great show. About life and family, and mm. made me cry a couple times. What do you mean it made you cry? There's a couple of sad scenes in there with this son and his uh, estranged father as he's dying. And what what happened to you? You cried, man. Holding your holding, he was holding his dad as his dad died in his arms. Like you couldn't watch it anymore. You totally no. I kept watching, crying. but I had tears. Like you were sobbing or just the Joe single tear going down <laughs> your cheek? Was it Joe tears? It was a single tear and then I got angry at it and scared it away. Oh, so no sobbing. You weren't openly sobbing. I don't sob. Maybe. I, just, I get a lot of water and then one comes down and then I scare the rest away. Uh, yeah, so Orville was great and my hero, Norm MacDonald, makes an appearance, so... Oh, I noticed that. And he will be a continuing character. Great. So look forward to that. Great. As long as we won't see him in person. There, there might be. That'd be unfortunate. There's talk because... Uh, he looks like an alien. I heard a snippet from Mr. McFarlane, and uh, the whole uh. alien thing costs, costs bucks. So they don't like to use it too often. It's, a, it's an effect, so it costs money. So why don't they go old school and just go makeup? You mean CG alien or makeup alien? What, if they change him to bring bring him on in real fashion? Yeah, like... I don't know what they'll do. Because the character that he did the voice for was horrible. It was funny. It was... It was a gag. It was like, yeah, it was like Family Guy appeared on the show. It was fine, though. 
But he did complain that it cost money to use him like that. So yeah. it was to me that was actually a waste. But anyway, looking forward to uh, maybe we'll talk about the second episode and see if it uh, continues to carry on. Will we do this like uh, Beast Wars on Transformers and Beer podcast, where we break down every episode of this the, show that seemed to go on forever? The fans asked that we review the three oh, seasons of Beast God. Wars. When is this thing going to be over? Yeah, we're on. We're one episode away from finishing season one. Well, God love you for getting through it. That yeah, is listen, some it's show. just an excuse to get together and have a beer. That is some show. So, uh, speaking what, of uh, what with the T and B, you told a little story. I wanted to get more in depth on. Apparently, you can't mm. hold on to your liquor. It was again one well, of no, these. No, when you uh, drink a, almost, well, it was one of these get-togethers you had that I wasn't invited to. It that was a friend's birthday. You went insane with no. You had like, I won't. I won't. Uh, you know misrepresent you you had like half a bottle of wine and ended up throwing you just up. you just misrepresented me no, i, I would never do that it was almost two bottles of wine <laughs> you okay you went crazy on two bottles of what kind of wine was it Is i don't that, know it was red wine. no just red wine red wine oh that comes up bad Lo and behold, joe gets home somehow after a blackout and his host walks into the bathroom and it is covered from no, floor not. to ceiling in vomitus it and was blood not. and feces. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe was the last one in there. And Joe actually thought in his blackout that he had cleaned it up, but surely not. Well, What was, happened? Well, easy. There was no feces. <laughs> it was probably a little bit of vomitus just around the rim of the toilet that I had missed. No, no, no. He said he your host spent a good couple hours cleaning up that bathroom. No, we spent a good couple hours cleaning up the house after the party. Mm. As in doing the dishes and putting away empties and and tidying up. Why? why do you even listen to our show? Why can't you, do you handle listen, your liquor? Do you even listen to TV? Surely an Italian can handle a little bit of wine every now and again. Well, I'd gone over with just five cans of beer, which I was going to have, and that was it, right? And then uh, I got about... I think I had two or three, and then we started having dinner, and the red wine was opened up, so I started sampling. That was another part of the story. They had bottles of wine go missing. Did and they go they missing? only assumed that you polished them off when no one was looking. His <laughs> God. First off, I, I would, wish I could have been there. First off, well, I would. Now I know you'll never come. <laughs> <laughs> I would never open up a wine bottle that. Uh, someone else's at their house his wife opened up uh i think three bottles of red Mm. so i had about two and a half or one and a half and um yeah so throw that on top of the beer and that was it but if you were blackout i wasn't blackout blackout blotto you might have opened up one of those bottles on your own if i if yeah. you black out, how can I walk around or even go to the bathroom? Well, people do it all the time. And you didn't go to the bathroom well is the whole point of the story. You got it no. all over the room. No, I didn't. There's nothing all over the room. You're just making shit up now. No. You're, you weren't even there, man. And well, hey, people can go ahead and listen to uh, Transformers and Beer episode... 126. 126, where it gets a little little racy for the TMB. They're usually a very professional, polished show, but they let things get a little wild. I was a little upset, actually, that this wild story came out on TMB and not STC. Even though we had talked about this party, well, you could, had how no mention bring, of your blackout. How could I bring it up if I didn't know... If The only thing I didn't remember was if the toilet was clean. Well, you could have said, I was at a party. Well, I was fine. I was, and then I was the next thing I knew, it was the next day. No, I stumbled home. <laughs> and I was in my bushes in the front of my house. I stumbled <laughs> home fine. Uh, I'm a good, I'm, I'm, I'm a good drunk. I don't get violent or anything like that. Or messy. I'm very respectful. Well, at least half of that is wrong because you were very messy. That's, that's truth. It's in the bathroom, and it was on the toilet. 
It was all over that bathroom. No, it wasn't. It was all over. Remember, I have editing <laughs> mastery over the final product here, so. Well, so I'm recording this right now in my pocket. I'll just put it back. Anyway, speaking of my house, um, I asked you a question earlier in the night, and you literally fell out of your chair. Do you remember what the question was? No, I must have blacked out. <laughs> well, I see. I know you fell asleep, so whatever. Uh, for, right out of the blue, you asked me if I'll come over to your house and stay overnight. <laughs> so last part again, you, you slurred. You that I would stay overnight at your house, and I fell off the chair. Oh. Don't be surprised. You've been over twice already. Mm. Anyway, it's not 100% yet, but... Well, I don't think we can do that anyways. Why? Well, because the time you said is in the middle of our work week. Yeah, so? Well, what would be the point? Like, we were on days, too. You have to get up early and come to work. Not as early as you would have to normally get up. Who cares anyway? It's only work. <laughs> Gives a shit. Well, what is the situation? Well, my wife is, uh, she's, with her in this position that she's taken more and more upon uh, at her work, she's staying downtown at a hotel again for two days again. She just did that like two days ago. So, uh, uh, yeah, so she's going to go down, and then she's, my mother-in-law is going to bring our two kids down and go to the hotel and use their pool and just stay there overnight. So I'll be home alone with the dog. So you might as well come over. We'll f grab some wings and play some games and jerk each other off and go to sleep. <laughs> well, most of that sounds fine. <laughs> or go in the hot tub and uh, unwind and whatever, man. Ah, it's just so shitty that we're right in the middle of work. Who cares? we got like a good five or six hours oh, of playtime. <laughs> like 90 minutes. Tops. <laughs> No, we don't. Plus, I have a whole uh, cruciamont I have to bring with me for overnights. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole ordeal. No. You don't have to bring anything. Yeah. I have machines I got to bring. You're your fucking CPAP mask. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't want the stupid <laughs> sleep test with this bullshit sleep mask. Well. It's retarded. You got to bring shit around with you like that. That's the thing. Wow. <laughs> Good thing you don't go places many times. So anyway, it's for next Friday. Whew. So we'll see. Uh, I'll know closer to the date if it's still going on. That's why She's going down, so I just... It's up to the uh, mother-in-law and the kids. I can't even believe it still. Wow, it's probably not And then happen. I just found out tonight, too, that uh, she's going to be going to Vegas for a week. For work. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> now, what are you taking heat for? I don't know. Holy mackerel. She's allowed to do this because of work. So. But forget pleasure. So some plans that we might make seem no, on the docket. I can't now. afford it. I can't afford to do what we do. We want to do. As much as I'd like to. I think we can. If I can, you certainly can. Listen, you got more freedom than I do. You got a wife that is part of the jet set making all this money. Oh, nope. So that's not a problem. We still make more than she does. Mm. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So I think we can, uh, we can at least ask the question and uh, put a research team together to explore options. Does that sound fair? Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes after uh, this New York trip. Yeah, spring that on me. That's her 40th birthday gift. <laughs> Guess who's going to Manhattan? Oh. Yeah, great. Like, I want to go to New York. And this is not your first trip this year. You've been all over the place. No, I haven't. Yeah. We didn't go anywhere this but year. But I can't afford these other little extravagances for the show, like a T-shirt. But I'll go to Manhattan. Stay at the Hyatt Regency Waldorf Astoria. Yep. How long? You're going for a week? No, just uh, three, 
three and a half days. Three and a half days. I'm going to spend the weekend in Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I might not come back. <laughs> Maybe I'll get uh, some good old-fashioned New York uh, mugging going on, or whatever mm. you want to call it. Well, I hope you have fun. Congratulations. Living the life of Riley. It's not for me. Uh, I did want to mention I caught a movie that's been on my backlog for a while. A music type movie. Is well, it ABBA movie that I love? <laughs> that you love? What is that ABBA movie? I hate that one. Mamma Mia. Ugh. I've seen that eight times. It is fantastic. I finally saw Whiplash. You know, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. with J.K. Simmons, you know, J.J. J. J.K. Rowling, yeah. Yeah. J.K. Rowling and uh, Shia LaBeouf. Exactly, yeah. It was pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So he plays uh, like a professor in a music conservatory school, like the best one in the world kind of thing. And he's very revered and feared by his students because, uh, you know, how, how uh, strict he is and how he only gets the best in his jazz uh, ensemble. And a story of this this kid, this drummer that works his way onto that onto that band or ensemble or whatever, and what he has to go through and endure with this teacher, and uh, what teacher or professor or I don't know what you want to call him, band leader, conductor. It's all jazz, you know, the hardcore jazz. And uh, he seeks only perfection. And not just perfection, but he wants to, like, incubate the next great jazz musician. And uh, I think he won an Academy Award for it, didn't he? Yep. It was really... Picture um, Louis Gossett Jr. conducting a jazz band, mm. like Officer in a Gentleman style. It was that kind of thing. It was really good, and it brought up... You overthink what is happening... They only show you tidbits, and you kind of fill in the gaps of how this might have happened, and was he thinking of this, and did he predetermine that, and was this part of his plan, and uh, it's great. Well, there's a twist in it? Is that what you're saying? It could be considered a twist or not. It's how much you want to get inside of J.K. Simmons's head. He was either a genius or just maniacal. I don't want to give anything. Away. All right, I see where I see where you're going. With you this. should just really. What's it called? It's called Whiplash. Oh yeah, Whiplash. And it went by super fast. Like I thought it was only maybe a 90-minute movie, but then when I when it finished, it came up as being over two hours. It just flew by. And put your surround sound on. Or put your headphones on, because the jazz is great. It's really good. Whiplash. And I'm almost done Defenders. Eh, I guess I don't get you, to watch that with you. you got to get caught up. I offered you the opportunity to watch it. I'm. Uh, it's not a long season, though. It's, it's shorter than the other individual seasons of the characters. Mm. I think there's only eight episodes. Oh. And I'm on six for the second time. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's not mind-blowing. Um, again, the usual. I'm, I'm frustrated at the interaction. Or, I guess, uh, how the main characters uh, usually have that hesitancy in regards to helping each other out. You know how um, I always find it ridiculous how superheroes on the same side can argue or fight with each other. Oh yeah, f for real. When they have the same common en enemy. Do they do that? Where they're like fighting, like I'm going to kill you, fighting? But no, no. It's just even the idea or concept of them sort of dismissing the other characters saying I can do this on my own kind of thing or I don't need you um, 
you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm, 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 I don't need you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Right. Kind of thing. That frustration, um, pops up within this, um, mini series here. So I don't know. Aside from that, I'm, it's, it's, it's watchable. Mm. I wouldn't, uh, I'm not raving about it. Certainly. But it's not uh, it's not a waste of your time if you do decide to watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Luke Cage or uh, Fist. The Luke Cage thing fighter. was good. I enjoyed it um, up until probably the tenth episode, and there's thirteen episodes. I'm not watching the last one. I just can't bring myself to do it. I sort of stopped caring. But I never knew anything about Luke Cage or, you know. Hey, what was that book you brought in today? What book? Yeah, you brought in a book. What, the uh, video game thing? Yeah. What I don't know. That? It's over there somewhere. <laughs> Why are you buying books now? Well, I just liked it because it was a little... Well, one, it was cheap. But it was a nice uh, little hardcover book on uh, the history of... What's it called again? Here. Some video game book, but it was published in 2006, so it's just strictly uh, up until that year. I think they took snippets of games from that year to talk about, but there's also a little bit of hardware history. Yeah, it's called The Book of Games, Volume 1. The Ultimate Guide to PC and Video Games, uh, covering GameCube, DS, PS2, PS3, PSP, Wii, Xbox, and 360 and games for Windows. And I was just shocked because, like, what do you, you? You're not going to read it. Well, I'm not going to read it about the individual games that they've described in there. But I picked it up more so for the uh, uh, a bit of the uh, hardware selection that they talk about. Uh, gaming indexes. Like, do you, do you even remember how to read though? I'm very, very proficient uh, reader. <laughs> You I don't can, read. I can speed read. You don't read. I taught myself this. You don't read. read. Period. Right. What was the last thing you read? The last thing I read. The last thing you read. Completely or just touched on? Whatever. Uh, I read about ten pages of Othello mm. uh, a couple of days ago. Right. Because we all know. <coughs> well, you're, you're no, I was redoing my bookshelves again, and I uh, came across my copy of Othello, and I just. <laughs> reminded me of I'm pretty sure I read Othello in uh, I think it was one of my college English classes nope Othello was high school just remind me of that so whatever I cannot see you remaining conscious many pages in Listen, I know you can't handle that just like you can't handle Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings you read Lord of the Rings this is something you've I attempted to make me believe I read Lord of the Rings. Uh, it used to be on a continual basis every four years. Would every be four years it you would be read. an anniversary read where I'd go through the entire four books again. Well, it sounds like you're a pretty big expert. No, because I have not. Lord of the Rings. I have not read it. Don't bother. <laughs> Which brings us to our latest installment of trivia on SBC We're over the time limit. Don't matter. Save it for the next show. The audio is all fucked up now. You got me all excited, <laughs> over-modulated, the show's messed up. Good. Well, I'm leading you down this long golden road that, to our it. favorite listener segment. Save it to the next show because, well, we've it's that time of the show again, guys, where we got to wrap things up. So <laughs> you're a dick. That's brutal. So I'm ready to go. Uh, uh, what, what do you do this? What do you call this thing? Cliffhanger for the next Ooh, episode. Teaser. Hey, guys. Gives you something to tune into next episode. No, this gives you some time to study. Yeah, like I can study in one week, three <laughs> books of Lord of the Rings. If you guys can make Bill happy, subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash start to continue. That'll get him off my back. You can follow him on Twitter at STC Pod. Follow me at AC Decepticon. Check out our shirts at tpublic.com. Just do a search for STC Pod. 
Uh, listen to us on iTunes on the title search STC Pod, and don't forget if you like what you hear on this show, there's some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos that you have to check out at cartridgeclub.org. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and be sure to tweet at us, Lord of the Rings, hashtag Joe Rings, and make sure we get this trivia going right off the bat next week. Hashtag anal rings. Post and post. <laughs> <laughs>